0: Good morning. Hope we are all good. Obviously, after yesterday's news, many people will be changing plans. Last minute will have maybe loads too much food or not enough food, as in the case of us now, as we are now changing our plans. But anyway, I wanted to talk about this because actually yeah, we're doing a morning routine, habit challenge at the moment, and yesterday's was all about Gratitude and what we're grateful for and it sounds really obvious and it is but what we focus on is essentially where our energy goes and it's very easy to focus on what we can't have but it's important to remember in this space that we can actually when we focus on what we do have already it can actually make us make a better decision in terms of how we respond how we feel or our energy levels for example just last night I was like what am I going to do now like I can't just stay because I'll f- I'll just work, <laughs> and I was like because this is the type of person I have, and I was like right I need a schedule, I need a routine to make sure that in that downtime, I don't just work, that I actually do stuff. So I'm gonna make a little bit of a schedule. And actually, when I look at it now, you can always flip a negative to a positive. Yes, it's a negative that we don't get to see family, don't get to get get away. Morning, Rachel. But what we do get to do is. Uh, a close family Christmas, which we've never done before And maybe actually will never do again You could see that as a positive Less travelling, less driving, less packing presents in a car Could be a positive We're now potentially going to a safari park for the day Where we wouldn't have before Actually, there's a few positives in that. Good morning, Ali When I really dig deep on that Now, my point here is you can always flip it You can always flip it and and it was like Paula said I've I've commented above with her comment which I love by the way this morning about actually going okay now we're in this tier and we can't do this we can't do this I now I'm gonna just focus on me workouts in and around it and the thing about that is then people are then we can then focus on what we get to do and they're just shifting it straight away because sometimes if you think about it over the years people you might hear people go oh yeah Christmas I have to spend time with them I have to do this I have to do that I just need time for me and I think the cool thing about that is now we've actually got that and the interesting part about I guess humans is that we then often go now we we don't have that then it's like oh why can't I have that why can't I do that and I guess it it comes I'm not going to get into the decision here but it's very interesting about how we respond to situations and the important thing is to just step back sometimes just focus okay what do you get to do what are you grateful for here now this is a very no housework needed yeah yeah love that no no need to make my house spotless um so I also just wanted to touch on muscle and weight loss here. I wasn't going to talk about that first bit, but given yesterday, I thought I'd bring it in, but I actually want to talk about muscle and weight loss, losing inches and the whole scales not moving part as well, because it's really interesting that the different benefits of muscle and getting stronger are just not said enough. So I'm going to say them again. Okay. I'm going to say them again, reducing risk of falls, reducing risk of type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, people tend to recover better because people have their independence for longer because if they do get sick, if they do get ill, and they have bed rest, and they lose a lot of muscle in that bed rest, they've got more muscle to lose and they're able to make a better recovery, whether that's even from knee surgery, hip surgery, whatever it is. Not to mention the fact that our quality of life improves blood sugar levels more stable. Maybe even research suggests that the more muscle, the more lean mass we have, the better we are at regulating our hunger, which, again, when you consider losing body fat and what you need to do to do that, maybe it actually helps with that as well. It helps with hunger. And I know a lot of people say that, whether that's habitual or physiological, who knows? But definite people say, you know, when I I exercise in the evening, I snack less, whether that's because you're getting more endorphins, Going through to your brain, so you're just kind of a bit more happy, buzzing about life. In general, your outlook, I can exercise, and my outlook's different. Same situation, same event, my outlook's different. That's powerful, and that's in in a matter of minutes. So whenever you are in that state, just consider, how can I change that? How can I change that? Now, with regards to muscle, like I said, you you may not see the weight that you've lost before if you are taking this route. Because your body shape will change, you may put on muscle. This may skew the scales. However, that's why it's important to also measure your inches, inch loss, whether that's even from waist, hips, or even calves. I sounds ridiculous, but if you're a numbers person, this can actually help with motivation. Because you might say, "Oh, nothing's changed this week," but you measure your calf, you oh, actually, I've had a little bit off there. Maybe I'll keep going because something's changing. And then maybe next week, I'll see it from a more noticeable place. Because let's face it, if you just lost it from your waist and nowhere else, you'd be so out of proportion, wouldn't you? (laughs) You'd be so out of proportion. You lose it from everywhere, your face. Probably the first place to go. Face, first place to go. And often, we often need to lose the amount on their face where people just start going, oh, you've gone too far. You've got to deal with the comments as well. Now, with regards to weight, I bring this up as the other day one of the ladies said, you know, I've reached a bit of a plateau with my weight, but I'm still losing inches, and it can be quite disheartening if you've always been told that the scale should be moving. If you've always been told that the scale should be moving, and they they'll come, they'll probably come with that. You might get a little bit of a hit again in a few weeks' time, especially if your inches are changing. But weight is isn't the be all and end all if your inches are changing, because there's a hell of a lot of research about your waist to hip ratio, about how that is a great marker of your health, your risk of disease. The cool thing about that is that that has nothing to do with the scales there. You know, it's linked to it, But the reason why we don't use that so much is because it's a more intrusive measure. You know, imagine if you had to go and get waist hips done every time and it takes longer. But your waist to hip ratio is definitely one that People will look at more going forward, 100%. Not to mention your strength. Because sarcopenia, which is muscle loss with age and not with age in today's world as well, especially with lockdown, they found a research study come out on Thursday from of Brooks that looked at UK, New Zealand, and Australia, and they looked at the effect of lockdown on exercise habits. And a lot of younger people have even cited that they exercise less than normal and obviously if you consider anyway human beings how long we've been here and how long we've been quite physical generally just in life just to work you would just be physical even now it sounds like a physical job getting on a train walking to a tube station going to an office is now physical right because now we just come downstairs dressing gown off t-shirt on pajama bottoms on and we go and the the thing is with this is we've now cut down exercise even more, the need for muscle is now even less. So what I'm saying here is actually sarcopenia might be maybe happening in lower population. And this is the impact of lower muscle mass, which again comes back to blood sugar levels, comes back to risk of disease. Independence as we age. Independence as we age, which I know is a huge thing in the media right now. You know, you've got care homes, social care, all these settings. And I think it's just really overlooked just how important it is to focus on strength and who knows I think there's only a matter of times before that's more of a measure of someone's health as well I don't get why it's not at the moment not to mention the fact that if someone's grip strength starts going this can impact the food choices they have because of jars because of tins like it sounds really really obvious and it, you know what you can cut it sounds really simple but these things are often taken for granted and quality of life can then diminish because of these And it comes back to protein, getting stronger, not to mention your water, vegetables, all these things we know. But when you can get your why underneath that, okay, why do I want to do it? All these benefits are coming from that. So when the scales don't move one week, make sure you have this list written down here because all these other reasons are probably more important than a number on the scales in that initial part because we sometimes think that the scales will provide these, but actually, often they actually don't. So, I hope that helps. I will post a a replay of a podcast I did with Richie Kerwin, who's a researcher um, in Liverpool, looking at muscle loss and ageing and what you can do for that, as I think this is relevant to today's talk. So I'll post that a bit later on today. I'll also post it in the comments, actually, as well. So you can have a little look at that as well. Perfect. So I hope that helps. Have a great day, Okay. And any questions, just... Speak soon. Take care.